0: Hello folks, this is Chopping It Up with CJ. I'm your host, Chris James, and this is a special edition show. This is the 2024 NFL Divisional Round Matchup Review, and this show specifically will focus on the match between the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to do three more of these shows where I do one specifically for each, so there'll be quicker shows than the usual 45 minutes to an hour. That we can quickly con- assume, consume the episode. For those of you all who are new to the show, welcome. And for those of you all who are not, welcome back. So what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to do a few things on each of these shows. And I'm going to do the same thing for the upcoming rounds as well. I'm going to do an overview for the game. Basically a quick, quick hit on the game. I'm going to do uh, the away offense, the home team defense, the home team offense, and the away team defense. So I'm going to do You know, just quick hits on each of those keys to victory as well. And I will give you my prediction from there. I'm going to go back to what I was doing on my turf talk Thursday shows. If you're familiar with those, basically, I do my prediction based on the assessment of the game. I look at the matchup. I do my prediction. Then I look at the line that's offered at the time that I do it. This show is being done on Friday, January 19th. At roughly 5 45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so I'll give you the line as it sits then I'll give you the over under as it sits then and then I'll give you a confidence score anywhere from 1 to to 10 and basically tell you how confident I am on you betting on that outcome happening and then I'll even give you some best bets and prop bets since we're in the playoffs now and it's more condensed but Each of the shows, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off and just give a quick overview of the entire season for each of the teams in these matchups. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop in. So we're going to start with the Houston Texans. Now the Texans were not expected to be good this year. Hell, even I fell for the banana in the tailpipe. I had them with uh, 7.1 basically advanced metrics uh, wins. So that's I expect them to have 7.1 win-win shares for the year, but I only had them with a record of 4-13. I thought that they were going to run into a lot of games where they played well but ended up losing because, you know, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, etc. Well, they bet on themselves. C.J. Stroud ended up being a star, and they bet on themselves with that Will Anderson trade of their 2024 pick, and it's worked out. After losing their first two games, they ended up rattling off quite a few wins and played a de facto playoff game against the Colts to get a W to move on with the 23-19 victory. They ended with a 9-8 record and won their division, so kudos to the Houston Texans. They're really in a good position moving forward. Now the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens have been off-discussed since Lamar Jackson has gotten on the scene, including him winning a unanimous 2019 MVP and them flaming out in the playoffs that year. Now, I don't think that they flamed out. I think that they were just ahead of schedule and that Lamar Jackson has been uh, unduly criticized. But for this season specifically, they changed offensive coordinators. They paid Lamar Jackson his money. They got him some receiving weapons. They looked like they were going to open things up. And they came out against the Texans and everything looked the same. It was very condensed. They didn't look like a unit that wanted to throw the ball as much as we would have hoped. And there wasn't a lot of hope on the table. But as this offense, as the season progressed, the offense progressed. So... One of the big things they've done is expanded things and not been so condensed in sets. And if you look at their losses, uh, they had three losses early in the season, one against the Colts, 22-19, one against the Steelers, 17-10, and one against the Browns, 33-31. They look like an all-time great team with the point differential, the way that they played. They had a fourth quarter leads in all those games, including super late leads that they just kind of gave up. Um... They've looked like the class of the NFL, including beating the 49ers by double digits. So that's the seasons for those teams. Now let me go ahead and give you an overview. Obviously, you know, these teams met in week one. The Ravens winning 25 to nine. These two teams obviously aren't the same units at this stage with improvements from both. The Ravens were feeling things out against a stout Texas defense who did play really well in that week one game. While the Texans offense wasn't sure about Stroud at that stage. They were a little more... um Vanilla in the approach, but if this was Madden, both teams would have a morale level near 99. Now let's look at the offense for the Tech or the uh, the offense for the Texans. The offense is well schemed by Bobby Slowey. They use play action effectively, but their bread and butter is taking advantage of nosy units with underneath routes that set up deep shots. They found a running game with Devin Singletary, who who operates at peak performance with a quarterback working from under center. Now, the defense of the Ravens and how they can combat. Basically, the, this Mike McDonald coached Ravens defense runs disguise as kind of their uh, nomenclature for their defensive style. To perfection, baiting you into poor choices. They'll show you cover three, which leaves the seams open, right? On those hashes, then slip into cover four, which will put you right in a position where, surprise, you're throwing right to one of the safeties for a pick. They'll be in single high with press underneath, then move into cover two, which basically changes the math. Instead of covering with the single high and making sure you're outside leverage with cover two, you can be inside leverage. So it takes away some of those slants. So it just changes what you have to respond to as a quarterback. It's a nightmare to deal with. Now, the offense for the Ravens, I've already explained to you. The Todd Monken experience started off slow and now is running on all cylinders. The biggest thing that they've found is finally spreading things out, which stresses any defense. Another thing is the intermediate pass game also has been limited to being only inside the numbers when they had Greg Roman. Uh, you know, Mark Andrews used to eat, but a lot of the inbreaking breaking routes, that's where Lamar Jackson looked like, the quarterback that we all know him to be for those people who watched him for a while. But Lamar Jackson, for all the slights that people had about him passing outside the numbers, Lamar Jackson is the league's best quarterback on intermediate throws outside the numbers. I believe he has a 96 uh, total QBR on those throws, which is exceptional on a scale of 0 to 100. Having a 96, pretty damn exceptional. That's an A+. Now the defense for the Texans. The Texans have morphed into a de facto disguised defense in their own right. Though it's more about getting pressure with four than timely blitzes also put in there, as you saw against the Browns. The secondary usually sits in zone behind this, but has the ability to play man because of those corners that they have on the team. But the unit's success hinges on the quality play at the linebacker level. This is something that correlates with their wins and losses. Basically when the linebackers play well, this team gets W's or at least they're in games. But when they don't play well, they lose games. It's a lot like San Francisco. If you realize San Francisco has linebackers that that defense hinges on whether or not their linebackers play well. Obviously, you get the defense coordinator, D'Amico Ryan's coming over. He's going to install a very similar defense, which is why he wanted to get the pieces that they went after, both in free agency and in the draft. Now, the key to victory here, it sounds simple, but the Texans have to stay ahead of the sticks from a down and distance perspective. The Ravens feast on third and long, especially since they're going against a rookie quarterback. If they do that, this offense can function as normal, and the Texans can actually be in this game. The Ravens can't be afraid to throw the ball early and often. They need to attack those corners along the sideline, not because of their, their talent level or lack thereof, but it's due to the scheme. Basically, if you're able to take advantage of getting outside releases with guys like Zay Flowers or Odell Beckham Jr. who can track the ball really well and have vertical speed, you can actually attack this unit and make it play softer and that's when you can start the run. If they get complacent with the run, meaning the Ravens, they'll run into a situation that has them playing from behind because I don't think that they're going to just start thumping and grounding and pounding this Texans defense to death. But I do think that they're going to come out. They're going to allow Lamar Jackson to cook a little bit from the outside. Again, being able to attack down the sidelines in the intermediate pass game, hitting in that 15 to 20-yard window, I think that's where Lamar will cook early And it will open things up. I think that the Texans will be able to move the ball pretty well, but they're trying to be more measured in their attack. And they'll get bogged down in the red zone because they don't want to effectively lose the game in what should feel like a close game for at least a half. But then late, I expect the Ravens to take over. Give me the Ravens winning this one, 31-19. I think the Texans will move the ball, get in field goal range, but be forced to kick some field goals um, because there's no reason to just lose the game. Um, early, You might as well stay in it to see if there's any mistakes that we made. Now, the line on this one, as of the time of the recording, is nine and a half for the Baltimore Ravens. I think it moved from opening up at nine to nine and a half. Or it might have moved from ten. I can't remember. But either way, technically, I have the Ravens covering since I haven't won it by 12. But I have a confidence level of four on it. I do believe the Ravens can win. Nine and a half is a lot. It is a lot in any general game, especially in a game where I do think the Texans will play pretty well. I just don't think that they're as good as the Ravens. The Ravens are probably the most well-constructed team in the entire NFL. Now, over-under on this is 43.5. I have a combined total of 50. I do think points can be scored in this game. I don't think that the Ravens will be shut down by the Texans defense, and I don't think the Texans will be just battered and shut down by them, by the Ravens, even though the Ravens are one of the best defenses in the NFL. I do think that these are kind of figure themselves out since both quarterbacks are able to throw the ball and effectively move the ball down the field. The One thing I will say, and it did come up, uh, CJ Stroud has been balling. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way. And yes, at this stage, when you look at it, CJ Stroud should have been the number one pick over Bryce Young, even though I had Bryce Young ranked higher. Let's start there. But CJ Stroud, while he played well last week, if you watch the game, there were missed opportunities. And honestly, the Browns also just dropped some, some, some picks that were thrown. Uh, basically, C.J. Stroud played like a good rookie. Um, you know, he had a deep shot that was open that most veterans know. You underthrow the receiver on a deep shot when he's open by 10 yards. You don't overthrow him to where he can't catch up to the ball or hitting a linebacker in the face with a crossing route. Those things won't work against the Ravens. So that's why I have some confidence in it but I do feel like more points to be scored. So again, with that over under I'm 43 and a half and I have them covered by having 50, I'm confident level of six on this. If I were to bet the over under, I would bet the over on this particular game. The only caveat is weather pending. I think the passing game can be successful, especially if there's not bad weather in this game. The run game, I don't think for either unit will be super successful if the passing game is not offered. So if it's bad weather or, you know, terrible, high winds especially but you know lots of rain then i would actually amend this so look out for that as an option now i have my best bets section something that i generally don't have again i mentioned it earlier where since we're only down to these handful of games left i'm looking at prop bets that i think will hit based on what's offered so i have a few in this game um i have zay flowers his receiving total uh it's at 47 and a half I believe that's at Caesar Sportsbook. My projection on him is 79 yards. I have it hitting by quite a bit. So you can go lay a little powder on that as part of a parlay if you wanted to parlay some of this stuff. Then Devin Singletary is at 58.5 rushing yards. I feel they're going to have a dedication to the run game specifically because they want to protect C.J. Stroud. Give me Devin Singletary going over that total. I have him with 77 rush yards as his outcome in this particular game. All right, folks, so that's the overview of the game again. Quick one, I think the Texans can play and be a game opponent, but I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL right now. Some of this narrative about Lamar Jackson not showing up in the playoffs where the numbers may have suggested that, it may be true. Maybe he was just ahead of schedule, um, and now he's fully matured into the quarterback that we expect him to be. That's why the Ravens winning by double digits here. Uh, Again, kudos to the Texans on a great season. Uh, Family in Houston and friends in Houston who are Texans fans. Um, This is not a slight to your team. It's in fact a kudos to how good they've been and how they've exceeded expectations. But this is just a bad situation to match up with with the Texans going up here against the Ravens. All right, folks. So that's the wrap up of this divisional round matchup between the Texans and the Ravens. This is Chris James signing off for the Chopping It Up with CJ podcast. Again, you can follow me on Twitter twitter slash x i will never just call it x because i cannot bring myself to do it Um, that name is at cj florida nine it's at cj the entire state of florida spelled out and the number nine until the next show take care enjoy the game enjoy the outcome if you're doing a little betting bet responsibly and hopefully you make a little coin off of me in this particular scenario bye bye folks